another episode of Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for the fans of the 80s hit TV show Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I'm Taya Johnston, joined by my very good friends Lexi Fema and Jen Peterson. Miranda Thomas isn't able to join us this time. We are discussing Season 2, Episode 20, You Only Die Twice. Um, so this episode was originally shown on April 1st, 1985, and it was both filmed and shown 20 of 23. So um, the director for You Only Die Twice was Bruce Bilson. Uh, He was born in May 1928 in New York City, and he had 114 directing credits, which is one of the um, more prolific, more prolific directors we've had for the show thus far, which is pretty cool. So he was involved with a couple of shows that I recognized or that I thought were pretty cool to mention. So 11 episodes of The Patty Duke Show. Um, he directed one episode of Bewitched, one episode of MASH, four episodes of The Brady Bunch, nine episodes of Hawaii Five-0, one episode of Hunter. Um, this was his only episode of Scarecrow and Mrs. King that he directed. And then for both Dallas and Dynasty, he directed three episodes of those. The writers this time around, quite a few. So the story was actually written by someone named Gina Goldman. She had 14 total writing credits, according to her IMDb profile. This was her only SMK episode. Um, She did produce 13 episodes of The Wonder Years as well. So as far as the other writers, talked about Stephen Hatman before. Uh, he wrote the teleplay for this one specifically, as did Bill Froelich. And he's also listed as producing 19 of the episodes. He was involved with MacGyver. And then Mark Listen as well. He and Bill seem to partner together for quite a few, producing the same number of SMK episodes. They were also producing on MacGyver together. And Mark as well was a both a co-supervising producer and a co-executive producer for 23 and 22 episodes, respectively. So, uh, kind of interesting. A scarecrow? Mm, nope, of oh. uh, Hunter. Oh. So, as far as the actual guest stars, there are three that I'm going to highlight today. First being Alan Fudge. He's played Stephen Macy in this specific episode. This is his only SMK episode in which he was a guest star. He had um, 165 total acting credits, and uh, he was born in 1944 in Kansas and died, unfortunately, in 2011 from both lung and liver cancer. So tough way to go. Yeah. He was involved in a lot, a lot, a lot of popular shows in kind of one-off, small, one or two episode type of roles. So I'll talk about a couple of those, including Little House on the Prairie, The Rookies, MASH, Starsky and Hutch, Charlie's Angels, The Twilight Zone, Cagney and Lacey. That was actually three episodes. Hunter, Matlock, Doogie Howser, Home Improvement, Dawson's Creek, Grey's Anatomy, How I Met Your Mother, and because it's my fave, The Office. He actually played, his character name was Alan in one of the episodes, specifically shareholder meeting. Um, he was the president of Dunder Mifflin. So I thought that was pretty cool. And he, uh, in terms of other works that were interesting or of note, he had a small role in Edward Scissorhands as a loan officer. He was in The Natural, which I'm only bringing up because that was the one that <laughs> one of Tay and I's colleagues um, mentioned, you know, was uh, an interesting movie. So that's one that, of his favorites. Yeah, so. one of his favorites. And then also probably the role he's most known for uh, was Seventh Heaven, the show Seventh Heaven. He had 24 appearances over over a 10-year period so wow. yeah okay. i'm sorry i missed who who was that what did he play? this is um alan fudge he played okay. stephen macy who's that one? Oh, he was he's one of the bad the, guys okay yeah yeah okay. he was, was the, the like head bad guy yeah is he what was, it was yeah the the shooter one no 
um he is the like the like president like the guy who's doing the flowers or am i reading the script i can't remember now was he the blonde haired guy not the one that was the shooter he was the more businessman Okay, you'll have to point him out okay. to me. Okay. He was the president, right? Of yeah. Telgar. <laughs> um, the second person I'm going to talk about today is Gregory Itzen. He played Paul Kavanaugh, so not the blonde guy again. The, okay. I think he was brown-haired, the brown-haired guy. Okay. Um, this Again, this is only SMK episode. He was born in April 1948 in Washington, D.C. He is still alive, which is Yay. great. That's few and far <laughs> a between. Rare, a rare occurrence. <laughs> Um, he has uh, 176 total acting credits, and again, he's got quite a few um, shows that he was involved with that are worth talking about. So, Charlie's Angels, Falcon Crest, Hunter again, that one's really popular. Beverly Hills 90210, CSI, NYPD Blue, Friends, um, he was in two episodes of Friends as a character, Theodore Hannigan, if anyone's a Friends fan. The OC, Star Trek, Voyager, um, Medium, Once Upon a Time. And again, he's still pretty active as well. He's got a couple um, pending projects. Movies, he was in Original Sin, Law Abiding Citizen, and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. He's probably most well-known uh, for being on the show 24 as either the Vice President or President Charles Logan. Uh, he was in 44 episodes from 2005 to 2010. He actually has five award nominations, two Emmys um, as a guest actor, again, for his character Charles Logan on 24, a Gold Derby Award as well, and then two from the Online Film and TV Association, one of which he won for supporting actor in a dramatic series, again, for President Charles Logan in 24. So he is still active. There's one movie um, that's listed as being in production. It's got a pretty robust IMDb page, but it has been updated since 2017. So that's called Quantum Theory. And then the last person that I'm going to go ahead and talk about today is Patty Yasutaki. She was the Teldar employee who also went by the same name, particular show, which um, of her 57 credits, there were a good amount that she went by her own name, which I thought was kind of interesting. It seems like she's probably typecast quite a bit. And so they just figured, you know, her name's probably decent enough to use. So she was born in September 1953 in L.A., as far as shows she's been involved with, Knott's Landing, Murphy Brown, Grey's Anatomy, um, NCIS LA, Pretty Little Liars. And then she had a recurring role as um, nurse slash doctor Alyssa Ogawa on Star Trek The Next Generation, the TV show. And then as well as the two movies, Star Trek Generations and Star Trek First Contact. And uh, she's also in another episode of Scarecrow and Mrs. King, specifically season four, episode five. It's in the water as a field reporter. So she's still active. Her last project was as a doctor in the movie Unbelievable with three exclamation points. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, the other ones weren't necessarily worth bringing up. Um, the other lady that played Sylvia only had 11 credits and her last was in 1993. So she's one of those ones that... They probably picked her because she had a similar look Look, look I guess with the dark but she they I like how they they mentioned that she's tall yeah and she's like an inch if that taller than Billy <laughs> how tall is Billy like five four is he really yeah hmm. yeah interesting yeah I mean, if I'm guessing I mean I'm totally guessing but I'm betting so yeah. it's just funny like and she was probably in heels too mm-hmm. that's we'll have to look true. and see yeah but I noticed that I'm like out. she's not tall mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's who I've got for today. Great. Nice job. Thanks. You didn't talk about Richard Lynch. Um, Richard Lynch. <laughs> I looked at his. Craig he Iker. Had a, 
bunch of stuff, but I didn't really recognize a lot of the stuff he had on his profile. Like there were. Would you like to talk about him? Yeah, but feel free to bring well, him up, Jen. <laughs> I only know him because he's played like bad guy in a lot of shows. Most notably for me was in Matt Houston. I used to watch Matt Houston. I'm always a sucker for these '80s adventure huh. shows. Um, but he has like that deep voice in the you know. Here, he's the one, he's the bad guy that has that kind of deep, growly voice. And he's played some nasty characters. Um, mm. But that's all I'll say about him. Gotcha. Um, okay. I think he's notable for that. I think he even would, would yeah. say. Yeah, he had a really good amount of uh, acting credits. Again, it was just, you know, I didn't I didn't recognize any of them, so I didn't. Probably 80s up. stuff. Yeah. That's... I just recognized him. Otherwise, I wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the synopsis for You Only Die Twice. The misuse of Amanda's identity by an undercover agent murdered while infiltrating a company involved in nefarious South American operations causes problems for Amanda when everyone thinks she's dead. Amanda must stay alive when they come back to finish the job. Uh, So to start off, we have the script uh, from a first draft dated February 5th, 1985. Once again, the episode opens... Shots from Washington, D.C. It kind of looks like it's either really late, uh, really um, late fall or really early spring. Mm-hmm. But there's some nice shots there. Yeah, I'm guessing it's normal. it kind of looks like early spring because the sun's out. Sky is kind of blue, but the trees are like, help me. Yeah, I'm so cold mm-hmm. still. You know, they don't have the blossoms on them and things like that. And then, of course, we have a lovely shot uh, for a long while actually on uh, the Jefferson Memorial and the episode opens with Lee and Amanda Lee's carrying some super heavy boxes even though they're really not doesn't look like there's anything in them and she's only carrying one so cute and it's just kind of it's kind of just to establish that they're there but not really it's not about them right now kind of thing I would think Um, and she's you know (laughs) as Amanda only Amanda can do she's like so I could take the Chevy Chase beltway I can do this I can turn here and he's like yeah I don't like I don't care just get there mm-hmm. or maybe she's finally delivering those boxes from was it the last episode yeah or, right yeah car she's slipper all this stuff and she never got around to it maybe mm-hmm. right and then Billy gets to drive the little cart this time before he had to ride in the back of it yeah. in the first time now right. he gets to drive in it it's a cute little cart mm-hmm. and now we're getting introduced to a new person we know is mm-hmm. Sylvia Sampson and she see how they're the same height and yeah, she's probably right. got heels on she's really pretty though yeah so she is obviously a friend of Billy's they used to work together mm-hmm. and you know is impressed by his office you know kind of like hey look at you you know look how you did well you know kind of thing yeah. and then as soon as she gets in there she pulls out open her purse and hands him a letter and then Billy opens it up and he's like hey you know it's He's reading some of it. Please extend full interagency cooperation to Agent Sampson. And then apparently the FSA director, Carl Dunbar, signed it. And apparently the two of them know him. And I guess he seems like a, you kind of get the sense that he's kind of a doofus. Yeah. Yeah. And and he's like, how is old Carl? And she's like, oh, still the same. He goes, sorry to hear that. Mm. (laughs) Do you like her jacket? For the 80s, I do. For the the 80s? Yeah, the color, that jade. Mm -hmm. It's like a jade color, isn't it? The jewelry is very... um, Thick and brash, you know. Mm-hmm. They do kind of look alike, those two. Yeah. 
When Amanda had longer hair, that is. Yeah, yeah. right. Too right, Jen. Yeah, I mean, they both have brown hair, brown eyes, mm-hmm. for sure. Great neck. I never have. I would never have the opportunity to have a neck like that. <laughs> Talking like about long and thin. Oh please! Mine's like a short, stubby little. Sausage it is not. <laughs> oh my god! Pop on top. Oh my god! You are so <laughs> full of it. God. I'm just saying. I'm envious of her long neck. That's yeah. all. No, she's it's cute. Some of the things we individually notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. On ourselves, of course. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. always our worst critic. True. So she is. Working on a an assignment. She tells Billy she's yeah. working on an assignment. There you go. Good. That's very nice. Yes. Very appropriate. Yes. Uh, she tells Billy that she's working on an assignment. Uh, she asks him if he's ever heard of Teldar, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, just like IT and T, and and you know, he lists off a bunch of uh, tech companies mm-hmm. back in the day." And you know, he's like, "So you need an ID?" She's like, "Yeah, something very clean." He goes, all right, well, I'll get you the shadow file. So then he picks up the phone and he calls and he's like, Leon? And then some lady answers and she's like, yes, sir. And he's like, Leon? <laughs> and then you see him looking out his window and, and she's like <laughs> very flustered. Yep. Definitely not Leon. No, definitely not <laughs> Leon. And she's uh, kind of looking all over the place and he's like, just bring in all of them. I'll find it myself mm-hmm. kind of thing. So she brings in all the personnel discs and... Just at that very exact moment that she looks out uh, the bullpen window and she sees none other than Scarecrow. (laughs) And she fumbles all of, uh, bumps into the desk and fumbles everything. And he comes running just to help out. Mm -hmm. From literally the sight of him, I mean, nothing happens. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell she's a young... Yeah, she's very young and very uh, smitten. To be honest, so would I. Like, in this situation... Oh my God, I would die. I would conduct myself with more decorum, but realistically, I probably would. So just so everybody here can understand how I would be, Mm -hmm. um, I would be... Do you all remember um, in Double Agent when Amanda meets Arlene Francis? (laughs) At the end, and she's like, would you... that's how i would be yeah yeah the fact that she's able to string together words that make sense without like profusely sweating or like red face like that i mean i wasn't like that when i met him for the first time Mm -hmm. or the second time but that's bruce boxleitner you're not leaving meeting lee stephan top agent but i also wasn't meeting bruce boxleitner at the age of 1984 1985 here yeah a big difference that's true and i wasn't that age you know i'd be like <laughs> I'd be like hubba 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 right just like heavy breathing yeah. oh. somebody hey. get her away from me <laughs> what Jen I said that really happens to me I wish it did but I'm rarely totally taken or flabbergasted by somebody and, and right like Even, when I met him I wasn't at all but but it's, at it's, that age and being it's Lee Stetson yeah like it, it's Lee Stetson top agent at the agency yeah. scarecrow if you're within that show like you're in there yeah like her her character and his character if they were real yeah no i can see that i wish i were i just don't have that. yeah i I, I can turn it on and just be like perfectly fine and be like oh hi and then but when i met all of the cast back in the original like mm-hmm. in april of um 17 mm-hmm. was it 16 wow. 17 yeah 17 i i could i was like having an outer body experience mm-hmm. like i could see my 10 year old self being in the mm-hmm. corner going are you kidding me you're meeting all these people you know Aww. but i was fine but my 
older, uh, my 10 year old self, my young self was like, holy bleep, you huh. know, I think that was before I even cussed. So I probably went, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Maybe yeah. it's just my age because I do see it as more like a respect, a respect for the job they do, mm-hmm. you know, like a, from an actor's perspective, like, Hey, you did a really good job. You know what I mean? Right. Instead of the, the fangirl, probably because I wasn't a fangirl back in the day. Like you were. No, but what we're saying is if you were that girl, you were in the moment of that show. Not yeah. that you're an actor. Like right. you were actually seeing meeting mm-hmm. Lee Stetson. Like you're this He's young a real person. Temp- you know what I mean? In, in, a, yeah. uh, an intense, situation in a government agency and the leader is asking you to get all these things and then you see this guy who you know is like top dog and he's beautiful and then you just make an ass of yourself right. like by dropping all this that's what we're saying not that she's no, no, meaning no, I thought you were still yeah. talking about the reunion couple. Oh, oh no no no, 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 no. no. I was fine I, I mean guess, I, I walked right up to him and gave him a hug and, and yeah I was fine. Yourself, and then suddenly, oh no I no I can see that I'm just yeah. saying when I see actors I look at it more from a job respect thing rather than oh a for sure you know for sure I mean? yeah for sure but like that's just the way I am yeah uh, but like okay so when I went over to Greg's house and we had you know we were sitting there mm-hmm. just sitting around his kitchen table and talking and stuff I, my oh my body I I was having a I was sitting there going listening and talking and engaging and then uh, all of a sudden my my uh, inner self would go you know what you're doing right you're like you're talking to somebody that you've been watching since you were 10 years old you know like it was more that you know not any outward stuff but like inward going holy crap Mm -hmm. anyways yeah yeah got it no from the girl on the show yeah yeah, I totally see that yeah yeah Mm I mean, what do you think she is, like, 22 years old, probably? she's, like, 25-ish. Yeah, she looks younger than that, even. (laughs) Bright-eyed and (laughs) bushy-tailed. And Billy just rolls his eyes, shakes his head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's like, here you go. (laughs) He's trying to be so helpful. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's being a creeper, right? He's not being a creeper. No, he's not, but he's making it worse because she's just like... And then he gives her the smile. Mm Well, and darn Lee with his good looks, he just yeah. like ruins everything yeah. for Amanda. <laughs> he's like, don't forget what you're trying to do. Yeah, he's, he's like, like, go Come ahead. On. <laughs> That's so funny. He's like giving her a smile, yeah. like, okay, awkward time is over. You can definitely in this next interaction, you can tell he's way more interested in Sylvia than he is in the in the young girl, and I like that. Like that to yeah. me is like you that can he's, tell he's not a creep. Yeah, like just innately, he's not a creep. Right. Yeah. Or you could look at it as he likes brown haired, brown eyed girls. She has brown hair, but it is light eyes. She has light eyes. She had June. That, that June has blonde hair. That was blondish. Well, well, we're forever disagreeing on colors. Always. I know it's we fine. are. It's fine, but we are forever disagreeing. That was blonde. What are you guys talking about? She was saying that June, that girl that we just saw, had brown hair, and I said, no, it was blonde. Blonde to me is yellow. Like, oh. yellow yeah, hair is blonde. I mean, it's... it's- more blonde and brown. It's a dirty blonde. But yeah, but it's if you said is that blonde, brown, or black, I would say it's blonde. Like if I were, if I was classifying it for her license, I'd say you have brown hair. Wow, like light brown. Hair. I didn't think so. Hmm. Interesting. Well, then you, she definitely has dark brown yes, hair. Yes, agree. Yep. I mean, so I consider that brown, like when mm-hmm. I'm thinking of brown. Yeah, same same here. We always disagree on colors, yeah. no matter oh, yeah. what. Yeah. Lexi Somebody has the brown hair. Yeah. yeah. Lexi and I. No, my point was maybe he's mm-hmm. got a thing for Amanda. And that's why he likes her, because she looks Maybe. like him. I mean, because we do know what happens with Leslie. Spoiler alert. Uh, I'm just saying. That's true. Maybe he's got a look and he doesn't realize Valid it. Valid point. But yeah, he's definitely interested. He's like, who's that? Mm-hmm. So 
Billy's like, she's, she's been an agent longer than you have. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa. Hmm. <laughs> and he said that she's a whiz on the computer. He's like, look at the, look at the way she runs that computer. And she's just typing in a bunch yep. of stuff. And the screen's just coming up with stuff. Uh-huh. He goes, she seems good. So she pulls out a disc and she's looking and she's like, good, good, okay. And she's obviously pulled a name that she, from what she thinks is a shadow file. Mm-hmm. And of course, it never works that way. She's like, same age, tall, brunette. And he's like, "Uh uh-oh. She goes, yeah, that'll do nicely. And then she picks up the phone and calls. Like, she, um, it's interesting. She, like, acts like she's run the, you know, knows the place so well. But she's supposedly never been there. Right. Right? I mean, Billy did tell her, like, just call the guy from Documents once you. Yeah, she just called the operator. I guess so. Yeah. But even still, why would Documents have given a civilian's information right to to her? Excellent like, because Documents would know that this is a real person. Like, well, and they wouldn't necessarily just—they don't know what she's pulling it for. That's true, but I feel like for their shadow file, they have like legit passports, legit driver's license. Um, yeah, that's true. Stuff. And Documents is not going to have Amanda's because that's yeah, they wouldn't have a license. File. Yeah, that's true. That's a good so point. That was something that I was curious about. Yeah. Well, so she pulls up. She calls the guy and says, "Yeah, I'd like a full equipment package on file number three six seven nine four D, as in dog and G." Um, so we get a look, and it's Amanda King, and then it's her address, and her hair is brown, her eyes are brown, her her height is five seven and a half, her weight is one hundred fifteen pounds. She's a divorcee, mother of two boys, Philip 10, Jamie 8. And actually, they're like 10 and 12 now at this point, right? Yeah. Either that's really old information or, Mm -hmm. you know. Also, Dottie's name is spelled D-O-T-T-Y, not I-E. Right. You're right. So they have that spelled wrong, too. Mm -hmm. So, But at least they have, you know, most of the other stuff in there. You know, it doesn't, you know, it's not like they have her in Washington, living in Georgetown or something, Mm -hmm. you know, being ridiculous. Yeah. So, of course, we always knew that Amanda was going to get pulled into this right. <laughs> somehow. And here, this is how it is. So, she's going to use Amanda's ID mm-hmm. to go to this Teldar. So, I'm sure nothing bad will happen there, right? And then she just leaves the computer on mm-hmm. with all that information just sitting there. Yep. And it doesn't even return the file back to Billy. She doesn't even say bye or anything. Right. And it's it's like, they've it's like almost like they've never heard of HIPAA. Yeah. Oh, wait. When was that enacted? <laughs> just yeah. recently. Oh, really? <laughs> I know, John. I'm kidding. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but she just leaves it there, like, hanging out. Like, hello? Mm-hmm. Okay, we got it, cameraman. We see it. Like, yeah. they showed it, like, five minutes uh-huh. worth of it. So now it's... But back oh. then, you wouldn't have been able to pause it, right? Because it would have just yeah, been that's live true. and that's there's no TiVo. That's true. So he really Did wanted... TiVo? Yeah, yeah, we were talking about TiVo earlier. Try, like... Try like VHS and a VCR. Yeah, right? And that wasn't until probably like 84, I think, we got ours. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we had a TiVo. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you wouldn't have had the ability to, right. to, to no, pause right. and like TiVo. Yep. Yeah. So now we are at Teldar. It uh, looks to be about quitting time. Yeah. And yeah, she's cute. The um, Pam. Patty. Oh, Patty. Sorry. Yeah, Patty Yasutaki. Mm-hmm. She's cute. Why in God's name did they make the decor highlighter orange walls? Highlighter orange, with, that's so perfect. Like royal blue cubicle walls. That would just be those computers are huge. Wild. Look at those. Yeah, you're right. They look like like printers now. Yeah, right. <laughs> like those double decker printers. Yeah, that's funny. You have to keep them away with, awake with those bright colors. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd go to sleep. Yeah, right. Uh, or like the the. 
like the walls and everything are so aversive that the only relief yeah. is staring at your computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> so she's kind of commiserating, you know, that they just want to get out of there and, you yeah. know, go home and soak in a nice hot bath and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, then the buzzer rings. It's like, it's like, all right, it's quitting time. Everybody can shut down their stuff and get out of here, you yeah. know? Like, everybody, it's like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get out. So then they're heading out, and then she makes up an excuse. She's like, oh, I forgot my grocery list at my desk. So she's like, what? go ahead without me. Look at those back at those servers back there are huge. Right? That's back in the day. I wonder where they re, um where where they actually filmed this because obviously they wouldn't go in and have all this be mock up stuff right it's so big they you would think they would just go into mm-hmm. it might have been a university because back in the eighties most of the universities were the only ones that had big server systems oh that's a good point maybe well she kind of hides behind the very little pony wall there mm-hmm. and waits till the guard comes in and turns off the light mm-hmm. and then she starts accessing her la- uh, computer she looks a lot softer there. Than she did in Billy's office, I think. Hmm. Okay, so Macy is talking now. Oh, he's the balder guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember him now. And then that one is the... The more wimpy one. And then the other guy is the the killer. Yeah. He is. The one with the red ball. He's a bad guy. (laughs) They're all bad guys. Let's be... I mean... (laughs) They're all bad guys. Mm -hmm. So they're talking about, you know, profits and projections. And they give off that ooze of evil yeah so we got kavanaugh we got macy and then we got the ball the guy holding the ball he's just he looks like a ghost Mm -hmm. he's so pale and everything and then they have an alarm going off so they pull open like a separate wall there and there is another one of those huge computers sitting there and they see that it's a new employee mrs king who is accessing illegal documents that they don't want her to get into yeah execute trapdoor and he's like padlock he puts tries to put the padlock and then he's like she's in the red file's been opened and then all we see is her looking at the screen going i knew it don't you think she'd bring like a camera like one of those little spy cameras in the script which is the script that taya generously provided us um, is a Uh, first draft February 5th 1985 and they actually mentioned that she did do a printout so if you want to look it's page 11 and it's line 15 and it says Sylvia sits in front of her console her face illuminated by the green glow from the monitor she's reading the printout so she actually was able to create it so that was probably her intention and why she didn't bring a camera is because she's surrounded by computers why not print print it it out even though later on in the story they reference the fact that she couldn't create a printout so she might have must have just not taken it with her or something like that but anyway that's probably why she didn't bring the camera is because she had the printout yeah at least in the initial story but she in the script she's like you bastards yeah (laughs) so you're like what 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 do they do Mm -hmm. and then so they're they rush to the elevator and they see that she's going up to the to the roof why would she go to the roof like she had to go up several floors. Just go so down too. and out, man. Get in your car. Exactly. Why wouldn't she have made the elevator go up and then she just take yeah. the stairs? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if she didn't know that anybody was on to her, right? Right. It's just kind of well, weird. Maybe she heard the alarm. Maybe. maybe. Or was that only in theirs? Uh, it seemed like it was only theirs, mm-hmm. but maybe. It's always more exciting to run for the roof, you know. Take a leap. She Yeah, she does take a big leap, doesn't Jump she? Across, um, different buildings. The red coat's cute. Yeah. 
The red coat with the red purse and stuff. It's cute. Lady in red. Yeah. And she's quite, you know, up quite a few few floors. And Mm -hmm. she's looking around trying to see, you know, an exit strategy. And then Mr. Silencer guy is chasing Mm -hmm. after her. And she's making a run for it. And um, she throws her purse over to the other side of the building, other side of the roof. And then she, like, jumps and makes it. There you can tell it's a, it's not her. Uh Uh-huh. There she kind of looked like Kate. Yeah. That was weird. So they did pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then Mr. Silencer gets her shoots, but it looks like she falls, Mm -hmm. like slips off the roof. and More so than him shooting here kills her. Yeah, right. It looks like it was a few seconds after. Yeah. Especially since he screams before he shoots, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, too. We have it um, muted, but yeah, you're right. And then... Um, a truck pulls off, which obviously she's on the roof. Mm-hmm. You could see her hand kind of hanging off there, but yeah, she didn't. Uh, she didn't do so well. Yep. And then the two guys are like, "Hey, where'd she go?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's magical, and she yeah. just got up and walked away. She's a cat. She landed on her feet. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly. Yeah. Now they don't really say exactly how long this was, uh, how many days later, mm-hmm. if at all. Yeah. But um, Amanda comes home and she's obviously very upset. She's got to drink her milk. <laughs> yeah. It's cute though. They actually have her use all the milk up, so mm-hmm. it's kind of goes with the theme of she has no food in her house yeah. kind of thing later. Right. I didn't even pick up. Yeah. On that. Nice. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of course you did notice the yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. And then uh, Dottie's sitting there with her shoes all out. She's got bare feet sitting yeah. there. It's kind of cute. She's reading and the she's paper. And she's rubbing her toe, too. Is she? <laughs> oh, she is with her hand. That's yeah. so cute. Well, Amanda's fit to be tied because yeah. she's been totally humiliated. She went to the pharmacy right. and her credit card would not go through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dottie's not really paying attention. She's like, oh, it's probably just a glitch. It'll, you know, it'll fix itself. Yeah. And she's like, I mean, it was really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. She's like, mother, I didn't have enough cash to pay for everything. I had to put a few things back. You could tell she's like afraid mm-hmm. to tell her. She's like, I had to put your lipstick back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's going to go all Dottie on her and have it like, yeah. what? How dare you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which wasn't, this part wasn't in the script, the lipstick back. It yeah. Ended. So yeah. I wonder if they tailored it specifically, you know, to really hammer home to Dottie. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take away yeah. what's important to you. Shock factor. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mother, I felt like a criminal. I mean, really, it was so embarrassing. Ooh. Mother, I didn't have enough cash to pay for everything, so I had to put a few things back. I had to put your lipstick back. Mother? Huh? You're reading the obituaries again. I swear, I really don't know why you do that. I read these, Amanda, because they're interesting little histories. I mean, they're all to themselves. I mean, look at this. Charles Hebler, age 78. Rachel Jacobs, age 82. Amanda King. Who? Oh, dear. Oh, this is sad died of an apparent suicide. Really? Divorced mother, two children. Ooh. She She lived here. Amanda, you passed away two days ago. This is your obituary. I... <laughs> My grandmother used to do that. I think it's common to... I don't understand it, but to also read it, see if any of your friends... Passed away. Yeah, I think <laughs> as, age. I think it is. That's what it is. It's like, well, I I think in, internally they're probably like, well, I beat I beat that person. I live longer than that one. I live longer than that one. <laughs> well, 
it's just depressing. I mean, I yeah. wouldn't want to keep reading it, but. I remember my grandma would be like, my grandma and my mom would be sitting there and then my grandma would go, do you remember so-and-so? Nope. She remember she was married to so and so, and she had that one dog, and you you in in. So she goes through this whole thing, and then my mom will go, "Oh, okay, yeah." She goes, "She's dead." <laughs> like, thanks for reminding. Wow, thanks, mom. You know, <laughs> yeah. So as Amanda goes to the door, uh, the phone rings, and it's Mister Watson, and she's like, "Well, yes, I read about it in the paper," and uh, she goes, "No, it's really it, it really isn't a tragedy," and she goes. She goes, no, no, I'm not being insensitive. <laughs> and then Amanda comes in with really pretty tulips mm-hmm. and says they're from Reverend Mills. <laughs> Deepest sympathies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I mean, that'd be weird. They automatically reported, you know, deaths and obituaries. But when like my family, my grandma died, mm-hmm. you have to put it in there. Right. You have to pay, put it in there. Yep. And, and you write, and you actually banks, write it too. And the banks certainly are taking quick action. Yes. I mean, someone can steal your identity faster than that. Yes. When my when my dad passed away, we had to go and do all that stuff. We had to call the credit card company and mm-hmm. the bank and you know the mortgage company and all that stuff. And you had to send a death certificate mm-hmm. and you had to do all this stuff. So you know that was yeah. of course like 15 years ago, but mm-hmm. still. I think maybe back then it was more like a reporting, you know, like, hey, there was an accident outside, you know, on the street. And that, right. mm-hmm. that's how they reported deaths. But I don't think they do that anymore now. Yeah. And they would tell the next to kin. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. They would like, I wrote obituary before family notified. Probably not. Yeah. Like, two days later. Yeah. Right. Super, like they wouldn't, it's not like a death notice. Like, hey, come get your dead from the same yeah. morgue. You know, yeah. like you think that they would make a good, honest effort of being like, hey, where the heck is this woman's family? And they had her freaking address, obviously. So maybe send someone over to check in on that first. You think? Yeah. Yeah. This 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 plot has uh, quite a few holes. Yeah. Gail or whatever the hell your name is, uh, <laughs> Gina Goldman. <laughs> yeah, but the guys took over and didn't fill in the holes. Yeah, that's, that's the true. problem. That's a separate office that deals with that. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's continuity. Yeah, right. Getting a list of dead people from the morgue and they're just printing it. Some other office is supposed to check up on her. We obviously know the continuity people were out when this this season and this uh, show was filmed. Too right. Like all four years. Mm -hmm. So now we skip to the agency and they're talking about the police report. And I definitely wish... So I don't want to skip, but... Lee says, I dropped my teeth, which is kind of funny. I dropped my teeth when I saw the name of the, mm-hmm. d- the dead woman. She's like, what was she carrying Amanda's ID? So we obviously know we've we've caught them after they found out that it wasn't Amanda. Mm-hmm. I definitely would have enjoyed seeing Lee's reaction of, even for that short period of time, thinking that it was Amanda that was gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's fan fiction, and I have a couple that will fill this to the T. Mm-hmm. But it would have been really interesting to see see like how he reacts to it, kind of like how Amanda had re- had to learn about him quote dying, you know, in remembrance of things past. It would have been interesting to see how he reacted, especially because now they're even further into their friendship at this mm-hmm. point. Now that we're almost at the end of season two, right? And anytime we can see Lee show more emotion, definitely is always a bonus. Anytime so. we can see Lee, yeah. Oh yeah, and those emotions. But anytime we can see Lee, right? <laughs> You're right. Good point. <laughs> I haven't drooled over Lee in a while, so I had to, yeah. kind of, you know, kind of add that in there. 
That's fine. No problem. <laughs> well, luckily for us, they went and checked out the more before they jumped to conclusions. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but they're not buying the supposed suicide either of Sylvia Sampson. Mm-hmm. So, but they're trying to figure out like what was she working on? And, you know, Billy always is, tends to not believe that what the obvious is he's like you know let's not jump to conclusions yeah he doesn't settle for the easy answer he wants to make sure even though in this point it is you know it is teldar but you know he doesn't just assume Mm -hmm. so he wants them to kind of which is good in a boss you don't want them to just jump to conclusions and run with it you know take a step back figure it out and then go with it Mm -hmm. so um he does say that sylvia was a fine agent and we're gonna find out what happened to her and then amanda comes barging in she's definitely not a happy camper she goes look does anybody know anything about this Mm -hmm. and they're like yeah sort of she goes well does this have something to do with the case he's like amanda there's been a follow-up she's like yeah i'd say there has been sir excuse me i know the regulations and all but i think i needed to know about this one (laughs) good point yep she's like a little uh hot under the collar for sure and she should be she should Mm -hmm. be i would be pissed too yeah she goes according to this i'm dead he's like oh boy and then we cut to commercial so billy's on the on the phone trying to talk with the paper to print a retraction and amanda is pacing Mm -hmm. the office and lee goes dead people don't pace (laughs) (laughs) but in the script Billy, you can hear Billy mm-hmm. on the phone. He's like, no, you don't understand. Amanda King is not really dead. And then Amanda stops pacing and says, no, I'm not dead. See, dead people don't talk. And Lee says, or pace. And she goes, yes, that was, Billy says, yes, that was the real Amanda King. You see, it was all just a tiny computer error. And Lee says, Amanda, calm down. It could have been worse. Your obituary could have been for real. She goes, Lee, as far as all my friends are concerned, it is real. Do you know how many phone calls mother got this morning? It was terrible. (laughs) And then it gets down further. He goes, well, at least you know you're well-liked. She goes, I knew I was well-liked before I died, which we got to see. And then Billy gets off off the phone and he says, Amanda, in order for me to straighten this mess out, I've got to be able to hear the gentleman I'm talking to. I can't do that with you jabbering away. And then she goes, sorry, sir, I'll be quiet. And he goes, thank you. And then he's like, now exactly what kind of proof do you need? She goes, proof, I'll show them proof, points to herself. This is a living, breathing body and its name is Amanda King. Mm-hmm. She's like, definitely fit to be dad. Yep. Very funny. But apparently all you have to do is uh, place an ad as a retraction and people are alive again. Right? That, that just does it. <laughs> the newspaper has so much power in this case. <laughs> In um, the script version, it's definitely watered down more. They don't even have the snarkiness of Francine and Amanda going back and forth like we do in the film version. So mm-hmm. we definitely, I definitely like the film version on this yeah. one. Because when Amanda comes, says, you know, about she's among the living and then Francine says, define living. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then she just keeps going. Where in this, in the film version, Amanda's like, <laughs> like she's ready to go, <laughs> go around with Francine, you know. Yeah. Oh, and then later, the same scene, Amanda's like, how could this have happened? And Lee says, it was simply a mix-up of floppy disks. She goes, more like sloppy disks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been a Taya joke. Yeah, it's cute. And not so funny. Hence a Taya joke. No, it's <laughs> cute. Floppy disks are sloppy disks. Remember those things? They were just like, you know... It breaks so easy and bends. Well, I have to say I'm not old enough, and I'm not being smartass. I'm not old enough to have used the floppy, floppy ones, like the flexible ones. The what were they? Five and a quarter. I was. I I was. Ours were three and a half inch. Those hard ones. Dad insisted on buying an old computer, but yeah. 
In the 80s, they were still like the Commodore 64. I think I had my brother. Uh, my brother had one of those. Discs. My brother had one of those. Maybe he did. I didn't use it in high school. And like for real, it was the three and a half. But like everything, I think like the, the Commodore and stuff was all. I remember those. And you had to treat them with kid gloves. Yeah. Anything could set them off, huh? Well, they, they're just like, you could damage them so easily. Yeah. Look at those shoes Francine's got on. Are those like tights and mm-hmm. shoes? What is that? That it's is horrendous. so not good. It's a blue sweater with it's horrible like a blue yellow. top. Like a blue shirt. Like, like, like creamy like yellow. And then the ugly shoes. brown pants. But the shoes match. And then the shoes match the blue of the I'm sweater. pretty sure those are blue tights with blue shoes. That is a whole other level. Yeah. <laughs> It's back when they wanted to match everything, especially shoes. So Billy says he's heading off to legal to figure this out. And Francine's been told to to call Dunbar and see what was, you know, what she was working on. And then Amanda and Lee are sitting in Billy's office and she's talking about she has $4.23 left in her in her pocket mm-hmm. and uh you know because she doesn't have any cash right why didn't she just go to the atm i don't understand oh wait <laughs> genuinely they didn't no they did no. not have atms but you could bless your heart the... for not knowing that <laughs> but couldn't you stop at the bank and yeah i'm sure you could cash a check right yeah but if they closed your bank account well would it dotty have her own bank account like you would think i it's all funds? plot holes there's major plot but it's sweet because as soon as she says she doesn't have any money and there's no food in the house he reaches right into his pocket yeah. doesn't even think about it mm-hmm. and is you know offering she goes no i don't want your money he goes it will all be handled believe me he goes, just sit and relax, and I will be back in one second. I'll just be sitting here with my button earrings on. Mm-hmm. He just popped through his credit card. I mean, yeah, right. I was just happy they were talking about credit cards because at this point, there weren't that. Yeah, they were weren't them. Very rare. You know, in fact, she even said that they had to go to the back and run it or whatever. I mean, you can imagine the systems they had back then. Right. Oh my God, can you imagine? Well, they had those things where you would slide it across the carbon mm-hmm. paper, right? Yeah. I think that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he had to run into the back to do it too because she says that in the kitchen. She's yeah. talking to die. Like, he went into the back and ran my credit card and <laughs> it was rejected. That's mm-hmm. so funny. I wonder what she's looking at. That is weird because usually back then they just did that carbon scan and that was it. Mm-hmm. They didn't really run anything. Yeah, they didn't run anything and then you could, like, it could be a fake card. You could cheat no. on that. Yeah, they no, would no, run, no, no, no. no, they would run the thing and it was just a carbon thing and then you would turn those in. Yeah. Or you could, like, it could be valid and then you just close it out and then yeah. you're on the... Oh, my God. What mm-hmm. a different time. Oh, it's so different. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be just crazy now. Have you even seen one of those before? The, like, the, the card? Yeah. Yep, I have. Mm-hmm. Every I've, once in a while. Every once in a while, yeah. yeah, they'll be like, our thing's down, so we're using these. Is that okay? And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Throwback? Yeah. What a throwback. Well, with all, like, the Venmo and all the uh, yeah. Apple yeah. Pay products now, they're kind of disappearing, but... I forget the program that um, most of the vendors use. It's an Apple product, but it's not Venmo or PayPal. It's like... It's Apple Pay. Yeah, Apple Pay. Uh, no, it's not that either. Hmm. I don't know what else yeah, I can't think of it. Anyway, but most of the time when you go to like a street fair or people who are out selling stuff that aren't connected to internet services, they mm-hmm. have their iPhone and they it's like a... A chip reader. version on their yes, phone. Yeah, it's just a chip reader. They attach it on the adapter thing yeah my that's what my tattoo artist uses 
Yeah, it's some program because I get a receipt. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, so no more of those carbon copies. Don't. No. Worry. And you'd have like little pieces of carbon. It was weird. Now uh, Lee goes over to see what Francine's finding out, and she's not having a good conversation with this Dunbar. He sounds like mm-hmm. a real d bag. Right. <laughs> and she it appears that she gets hung up on by him, and she's like, "Well, it looks like Sylvia's letter of authorization was a phony." He goes, oh boy. He goes, what else did he say about Sylvia? She goes, not a great deal, but he did tell me that she took an extended leave from FSA. Apparently she became obsessed with some case. And he goes, that doesn't sound like Sylvia. And he didn't know what was what the case was or why she was obsessed about it. And then Billy's like, well, I'll talk to him when he's cooled down a little bit. So maybe he can find some more information mm-hmm. out. But we don't really hear about that later. So we do find that out that the FSA is the Federal Security Agency. And he's the director of that. Mm-hmm. So In the script, though, Francine is able to find out information specifically about her. Mm. And so Billy asks, what did Dunbar have to say about Sylvia? And Francine says, ah, Sylvia, was she on a case? No. Were her authority papers? forged yes is she considered a totally sane well-adjusted person no does mr dunbar think sylvia is a fruitcake yes is mr dunbar very ticked off at us for not checking in with him when sylvia showed up i'll let you guess and billy said is this your way of telling me sylvia was on medical leave and francine says extended medical leave lee says great and amanda's like poor woman Amanda coming in with the empathy as per usual. Of course she is. Even though she's just caused Amanda to have a whole hell of (laughs) a handful of work to do now. Mm Mm-hmm. So Dunbar doesn't think she was killed, that she, he thinks she committed suicide. Yeah. And Billy doesn't believe it. He's like, she was too level-headed a person to do something like that. So that's probably why they didn't make her have the medical leave, why they took that out, is because mm-hmm. they didn't want her to, it, it to look like maybe she did commit suicide. Right. You know, it would be very believable. So, so he puts Lee on it. And uh, he's like, I'm going to go find out what Sylvia was working on. He's like, in tomorrow's edition, there will be a retraction saying Amanda King is still alive. Yeah, that's great news. Oh, wait. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So now Macy and his goons have realized, because they read the paper very thoroughly, apparently, that Amanda King is still alive. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what'd you do? How'd you miss her? (laughs) He's like, you missed your shot and she grabbed onto something to break her fall. Yeah, sure. (laughs) He goes, it's a moot point, but the situation has got to be remedied. Oh, so, and then they actually make a point that we didn't really get a good look at her. So they, but when they have had like ID pictures so they can look at her and see her. Yeah. Again, loopholes here. Loop big, holes. big, big plot holes here, people. ID badge or something. Yeah. So they're getting her address, Amanda King's address from the obituary, and they're going to go pay her a nice little visit. Doesn't sound very warm and fuzzy. Hmm. I don't think they want to ask her her recipe for uh, poppy seed cake or anything. Yeah, right. Those little half glasses on the, the little bifocals for that killer guy make him, don't look, make him look yeah. very strong. <laughs> hey, everyone gets old and needs help with their eyes. <laughs> oh, I know. He just killers. does even killers. Yeah, that just seems weird. <laughs> He's like trying to line up the shot and he's got it. He's like, damn, I got to put my glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same anymore. Ready to put on my glasses. <laughs> okay. So this is really precious. Jamie's sitting there with his piggy bank and he's like, I've got almost $2 out of here. That's so he's so like, cute. and she's like, you know, we're okay. You know, we don't have to, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> but what a little cutie mm-hmm. doing that. She goes, your mother is going to bring the groceries, save your money. He goes, I thought we didn't have money since everybody thought mom croaked. <laughs> We don't say croak, sweetheart. (laughs) We say passed on. (laughs) How about kick the bucket or bit the big one? (laughs) That'd be my sister and I doing that. 
And then there's a somebody at the door. And the phone ringing again. They both seem to go on at the same time. Caskets are us. Lovely. She's No, she's not dead. Why would I kid about something like that? <laughs> Everyone is so expeditious in this town. I know, right? They're all on top they're of on it. They're casket <laughs> I love how they're like, how's your health? She's like, my health is fine. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I don't care if they are on sale. You know, who does need one is Sylvia, so they could buy one for her. Yeah, right? Well, they definitely have enough flowers. Yeah. They don't even talk about her. She's just, like, dead in the morgue. Yeah. Oh, look at the hyacinths. I bet you that smells so good in there. <laughs> so she, she, Dottie's had enough. She's, like, sick of all these flowers and everybody calling. So she takes the kids out to the park. And then we see Amanda coming out of the store with two big bags. And she's got the world's worst outfit on. Uh, Yeah, that that's a rough it's like lady dumpy butt like look at that (laughs) lady dumpy butt (laughs) oh billy uh lee was giving uh billy an update on the payphone there and amanda comes out and she grabs some popcorn and starts eating she's obviously hungry 115 pounds there's not a lot there to for for storage (laughs) i'd be good for like two weeks (laughs) and then she's like be careful not to tip them over he's like i got it yeah yeah and then he just looks very thoughtful and she offers him some popcorn. She's like, a penny for your thoughts. And he's like, oh, it'll cost you a nickel. Inflation. She's like, tough times. In the script, it said something like, mm-hmm. it said something a little different. Cost you a nickel, inflation. And then he says, she goes, times are tough. But he does ask her how much she spent. And she's like, $75. And he goes, boy, that all that fit in two bags? She's like, well, usually we're a four bag family. <laughs> Man, I don't know how many bags we are. <laughs> Yeah, like a bag of person. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's true, a bag of person. So he's filling her in. So this is where we're getting catching up on the plot that Billy just talked to Dunbar in Houston. Sylvia was on assignment six months ago in South America. She goes, ooh, that sounds dangerous. He's like, yeah. Now she was convinced that there was an American corporate involvement in internal affairs of a country called San Rafine. And she's like, San Rafine? She goes, didn't they have a presidential candidate disappear down there? She's so knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Now, according to Dunbar, her investigation became a real political hot potato. And he ordered her off the case. And that's when she asked for an extended leave of absence. So that now, instead of the script mm-hmm. where they made her crazy, you know, they made it so that she just wanted to get out of there so she could do the investigation that they told her not to do. Yeah. So she's kind of a rogue. She's more like Lee, mm-hmm. you know, that she's rogue on this. Right. And so she wanted to keep investigating on her own. So, yeah. So now we've gotten caught up on the plot at least a little bit. And he's like, all right, you need anything else? You know, any more food or anything? She's like, no, I should be fine. It feels good not to be dead anymore. He goes, well put. She goes, most people can't say that. (laughs) I like this. It seems unscripted. She goes, here. She goes, one more for the road. And he grabs some popcorn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They probably don't mind that. They get to eat during Mm -hmm. during work. So... Now we're back at Amanda's house and the baddies are just waiting outside the door there practically yeah, and waiting for her to show up so that they can go get her. So she comes, pulls up right next to them practically. They waste no time, do they? Mm -hmm. So as she's getting out of her car, they pull up and pretend like they are looking for Barbara Street. And of course, the good Samaritan that she is, she comes over with her groceries to help them life lesson do not approach men two men in a car and she does it again in season three in all the world's a stage oh, amanda and why have they always lost in front of her house 
Yeah, right? What does she look like? Google Maps? So he's like, one word and it's your last. Now in the script, he says, not one peep or your belly button is history. Yes. <laughs> so that weird. so funny. Like, I would have been like, dude, did you really just say? Mm-hmm. I would have laughed at him and been like, just do it, you freaking weirdo. <laughs> you wacky, uh-huh. wacky man. She looks older there, doesn't she? Yeah. Like it's paused like that. It's not a good... uh... Freaking hair. Yeah. He goes, no, no, bring the groceries. She was going to put them down. I want my family to eat. (laughs) They're starved. Yeah. Leave them on the curb. That's what she was going to do. They wouldn't let her. Kids can come out and get the groceries from the curb. Yeah, they wouldn't be so hungry. So they're driving around town and she's like, why are you doing this? And they're like, we thought you were dead, but the papers were very helpful with their retraction. She's like, this whole thing is a terrible mistake. He goes, why don't you just put your groceries down on the floor and relax? She goes, I better not do that. They'll fall over. I think, well, I'll just, I'll just rearrange them first. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Because what does she pull out? She pulls out the biggest, baddest whipped cream can <laughs> or is it a fire extinguisher the mom weapon in her arsenal like i mean that thing is squirting everywhere mm-hmm. and far mine doesn't go i can only go like a little bit and like yeah. above wherever i want it to go and it's this thing's shooting everywhere mm-hmm. now when we got to see the bloopers at the reunion one of them was this scene and she was going all over mm-hmm. the place with it and they're like cut cut and she mm-hmm. just keeps spraying this stuff yeah. and it was everywhere mm-hmm. and then she grabbed it looked like she grabbed another can and was going for more right that was funny and then this is where we get to hear the title you only die twice mm-hmm. mrs king that's her cue and did you see that it looks like somebody driving her vehicle yeah, came I, right at him yeah i saw that yeah it's just the bigger version mm-hmm. i think yeah so then they drive into the yard and then she takes the moment to get out of there. So smart. He's like, let's get out of here. How are you going to drive with all that whipped cream everywhere? Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking at him. Now we're back at the agency and Lee comes running in and he's like, Billy. And he's like, over here. He's like, what are you doing? He goes, I lost a microdot. And he goes, how did you lose a microdot? He goes, Scarecrow, did you ever sneeze? He's like, yeah. He goes, then get down here and help me find it. Hmm. <laughs> And actually, in the script... Mm -hmm. Script version goes a little bit differently. Billy says, uh, so get down here and help. And it's Francine that says, on my knees? And Billy says, if you mention anything about designer originals, you'll be filing forms in Philly till Christmas. (laughs) And Francine says, it's only sort of a hand-me-down outfit. What's the dot look like? And Lee uh, says, small and round and dark, like the carpet. Francine, on her knees, says, this is what the manual means by trained for life in all arenas. (laughs) Lee says, ask not what your country can do for you, but what? Billy says, this is serious. Find that dot. And Lee and Francine both say, yes, sir. So Amanda comes into the office and she starts talking to them. And then uh, Francine, it says, Francine has just triumphantly grabbed the micro dot. And Francine says, I got it. And then Amanda opened the door. Sends Francine sprawling into Lee's lap. Billy says, don't anybody move. And everyone freezes. And Francine says, I still got it. And Billy says, good save, Francine. Good catch, Scarecrow. And they're all sitting on the floor. That's the thing. Oh, uh, hell no. Yeah. Yep. And Francine was in Lee's lap. I look at, I, uh, I know. I was writing it, so I did like a, a little emoji of like, really, Francine like, in Lee's lap? I don't think Probably so. should be Amanda. <laughs> yeah. Super cute. It's an odd little scene, though. It is. It's so funny. Just because. I guess just to add some humor to the situation. Mm-hmm. It is cute, though, seeing the grown men on the floor on their yes. knees like that. It's funny. Yeah. But did you guys check out that blue chair? I mean, it is 
covered. Mm -hmm. Every inch of it is covered with the blue fabric. Yeah. Uh huh. And they don't even like match. The bottom row. Um, I love the one on the left, and those are the ones that I think are usually in his office. Mm -hmm. I do not know where this. Yeah, one, that one I don't remember from. seeing because they so always have two of them, and they look like that yeah. one. So something must have happened to it. Yeah. But I love. I the didn't one realize how padded it was. That's something that'd be like maybe. For safety purposes in a mm. mental institution, it's just so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Every is coming I love how Lee's like, well, which way did you sneeze? And Billy stops and thinks about it and he goes, well, just out. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, out? He goes, out. It was a big sneeze. I mean, it could be anywhere. His bookshelves look like they're sagging a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it does. That's so funny. You're right. Right? Like majorly sagging. Mm -hmm. You an avalanche. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, have you come up with anything on the, that Teldar thing Sylvia was into? And he goes, it looks like she was into something legitimate. I just talked to Crandall, our Argentine contact. He said he was in San Rafin at the time and his suspicions are the same as Sylvia's. Yet he didn't do anything and she did. He goes, yeah, but nobody in Houston believed her. Right. Men. So, yeah, men. Men, 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 <laughs> men. He goes, gimme. He goes, I found it. He goes, gimme, gimme. She goes, oh, geez. He goes, one smart remark from you, young lady, and you will be filling out forms in Sheboygan from now until Christmas. I see nothing out of the ordinary. So we went from Philly, uh, Philly to Sheboygan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being stuck in Philly. Like, that would yeah. be fine. So he's saying he'd love to get Teldar mm -hmm. on the hook for this, but he can't sanction, you know, anything without some real proof. Yeah. He goes, but Crandall, he goes, just had suspicions. You said so yourself. <laughs> All right, then. Send me in alone. They killed Sylvia. She must have got uh, been into something. And then Amanda comes running in. She goes, oh, thank goodness. They're like, what? She goes, I was just kidnapped, but I got them with whipped cream. She goes, whipped cream? She goes, they thought I was dead. <laughs> but then the paper, he goes, because they read it in the newspaper. They thought you were Sylvia. That's got to be it. That's your proof. They killed Sylvia at Teldar under Amanda's identity. He goes, now, wait a minute. Amanda, did any of these people say anything about Teldar? She goes, I never heard of that. He goes, that's it. All right, you get in, but you get out. Check in every hour so I can monitor your safety. And I want a 24-hour watch on Amanda's home. Yeah. Hello. Mm -hmm. She goes, what about my groceries? He goes, your groceries. <laughs> she goes, I don't like, have any food. Weird little bow. Yeah, like, like sorry, <laughs> sir. She's like, I don't have any food in my house. He's like, all right. He goes, uh, just give me a list and I will have one of our agents. And he looks over at Francine and pick them up for you. Mm -hmm. I really like Francine's sweater. That, Two like, heads of lettuce, four tomatoes, mm -hmm. whipped cream. <laughs> and I love how Billy just slowly hands her the pencil. And like, mm -hmm. here you go. There's stud. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Here you go, sport. Yeah. <laughs> and then we see Amanda's, all of Amanda's food all over the table. Looks like she got some good healthy food. Mm -hmm. I didn't see any chewy chippers in there. Yeah. She eluded you twice now. Why isn't anybody on to us? She must have seen the data in the computer. No printout was activated. You're right. It's her word against ours. And since Kavanaugh's taken all the evidence out of the computer, we simply become three respected, successful executives. And she looks like she's crying wolf. She's still a source, a potential danger. Mm. Unless the next time we meet Mrs. King, it's Swift. No, no, I want her alive. I want to know who she works for, what she saw on the screen, and exactly who she's told, so we will know how to operate. Oh, boy. But what what is in the computer in the red file? That's what I didn't get. So they go into it in the script specifically, but I think it details... All their badness. All of their... <laughs> the 
bad assassination or what? I thought that's what I was inferring that it was. It must have been details about the assassination. But then I also thought too at the same time, why would they want to store that information? (laughs) And like the the biggest issue was that the other uh, the presidential candidate that they assassinated was going to um, like nationalize the company. So what could they possibly be hiding? in it unless they were unless the company's really just you know it's a functioning company but they're using it to also hide some like more nefarious dealings i don't know so ooh, nefarious again yeah sorry that one's in my no so it's so natural i was just just envisioning that they pulled up the red file or sylvia did at the beginning it said we killed right (laughs) and then they sign their names (laughs) he spent a month coding it just to bury it in there i mean i don't uh, it's kind of odd. That's funny. I mean, they were, I guess, making money off the fact that they, he didn't nationalize the nat- like the resources of mm-hmm. that country, and that's what they were trying to prevent. So maybe it's some tax credits or something or yeah. money. But yeah, it seemed it wasn't clear what exactly is in the red file. <laughs> right. It's red. That's all we need to know. It's, it was red, red file. Yeah. If it was a purple file, we'd be like, oh, it must be something really yeah. nice. Maybe their bonuses are in there. Right. <laughs> Maybe now that I'm thinking about it, since I'm talking about it, maybe that went to motive, like, because she could tell why they would want to kill him because yeah. they were making so much money off of yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was, going on it's probably there. more of that but than just maybe. these are the people that killed, right. you know. And it wouldn't even be like a, a bribe file or anything like that because Iger was like, they didn't even pay him. They just promoted him to vice president. Mm-hmm. So at least in the script version, that was right. the reasoning behind it. So good point, Jen. I'm not sure. <laughs> Well, now Frick, Frack, and Frickless over mm-hmm. here are trying to figure out a way to get her and close this all up so that mm-hmm. they can keep being baddies, I guess. Yes. In the script, it uh, like the way that they close out the scene, it says that Iger snaps open a knife and stabs a cantaloupe. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was God. like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, because that her groceries are sitting there. Yes. That makes more sense now. Yeah. But, okay. Right, but just... Take it out on the cantaloupe, won't you? Right. I'm glad that they just had him, you know, tuck it more in his shirt. It seems more like what a professional killer would do. A successful professional killer, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since I guess he was the assassin that took out the San Rafined right. presidential candidate. Probably with his big silencer gun. Like yeah, he, yeah, he carries that around <laughs> like it's his baby. Yes, it's like a security blanket <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, chill out, dude. It's not that great. Yeah. Okay, and then we have a very obvious van sitting out front. Right. And, oh, more yellow flowers. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's those a are, giant Those are big. Wow, those are really it's like big. like top of a tree. <laughs> yeah. They're very pretty. Yeah. And the man is sitting there writing thank you notes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not really dead, but thank you. Yeah. Again, hopefully they're sending them over to Sylvia's funeral and her right. family. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Look at us. Them. She goes... Well, it's nice that these people cared enough to send all these flowers. <laughs> uh, you know what? That would be great, though. You'd be like, oh, you know who didn't send flowers? So-and-so. Yeah. Real nice. What's up right. with that, dude? Like, call me like, hey, I died the other day. Don't you even care? <laughs> and you didn't Where even send flowers. Where are my flowers? flowers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She'd be making a list of true friends. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, um, is it Huck Finn who goes to his own funeral? Did not read it. I'm not sure. No? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Huck Finn. Yeah, Tom like Sawyer and Huck Finn. It's one of those two that that they're up in the rafters watching what everybody thinks is their funeral, and they're oh. not really dead. Yeah, so That's you can cool. like you can have a bird's eye view, kind of like Lee did yeah. with uh, Remembrance of Things right. Past. You know, That's bad juju. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no way. 
Yeah. Asking for trouble. Right? So, Daddy's trying to figure out what to do with all these flowers. And then, uh, frickin' Frack pull up. Oh, actually, it's just, it's just the one dude. Oh, it's, it's Iker. Okay. It's Macy. Oh, it's Macy. Macy's oh, yeah. getting out of the car. Yeah, and you're right. The other two That's right. The other around. one comes around. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay, so Macy is going to the gate because obviously she hasn't seen him yet. Right. She's seen the other two. And the guy in the van's like, uh, and he gets up and then one of the guys has him uh, covered with chloroform, mm-hmm. we assume. Yep. And he's knocked out. And he's just looking around like, mm-hmm. oh, nothing, nothing to see mm-hmm. here, buddy. And Daddy's just like, where the hell am I going to put mm-hmm. all these flowers? <laughs> that phone rings constantly. Yep. It's Mildred. She's having a dinner party and she wants her flowers back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. That takes some uh, guts there. Tacky, tacky, tacky. Look at all, they're, all those flowers are up front too. Holy cow. So Macy is pretending that he's there for her protection. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, well, we need you. We have a slight problem. We need you to come with us. And she's like, uh, she's like, uh, mother, in fact, I have to go pick up the, up the groceries. She goes, oh, good. Whatever you have to do is fine with me. They're really all really hungry. Yeah. Like, did they really have no food in the I house? I know. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, she doesn't have any backup. Like, nothing. Like, even peanut butter and jelly, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. So then she's hunting around looking mm-hmm. for Mildred's a basket of flowers. She goes, I really can't come with you right now. And she's, he's like, reconsider. And has a gun in her face. Yeah, otherwise, you're going to lose your belly button, Amanda. Yeah. She's like, well, I guess I'll reconsider. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, oh, God, this again. (laughs) So now we're back at Teldar, and now there's a helicopter in the mix. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got a handsome Lee in a black jumper. For you ladies out there that like to see Lee in a black jumper. (laughs) If it had a gun holster on it, I would probably be a little (laughs) more into it. But it just doesn't look that great to me. No, it's all right. You know, it's a little sexy. Okay, Careful, you're gonna lose I your know. head. Jeez, oh Pete, man. I mean, I'm sure he's like on the ground right now, but even still, it looks sure. very close. To it him. does. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's the same helicopter guy that he was really flying. That he's oh, yeah? the one who was doing the stunt flying oh. in a couple of the episodes. Huh. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. This is all dramatic and all, but I'm wondering what Lee thinks he's gonna do when he gets in there, seeing as how all the information is on the computers. He doesn't right. know how to break into Right? The he's yeah, he's not a computer guy. I don't know what he's thinking. Also, would they not have heard the helicopter? Right. And I would think it would have sensors, all this sensor yeah. stuff up here. It was on like whisper mode or something. Oh, yeah. Said. That's what he said. It was on whisper mode. <laughs> A helicopter is pretty loud. Helicopters are going to be noise. Yeah. Um, and then it just goes off. I mean, if you, a helicopter was right hovering over our building, we would totally know we it. We totally hear it. And even if you didn't hear it, you'd feel it. Like yeah. You, like the wind. And, and plus they have windows for yeah. crying out loud. Yes. They'd see it approaching at yes. some point. Yeah. <laughs> so silly so he overrides the system with little uh wires mm-hmm. and gets in his hair's kind of messed up from the wind there yeah it is you like that didn't you look at you you're like oh yeah God. it is no I was it looks like, like he's kind of bald yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have that spot right there doesn't it yeah it looks like he's got like a wig or something yeah lifting up yeah <laughs> gross. okay so he successfully opens the door mm-hmm. And then he goes into, boy, that belt makes his butt, like, <laughs> I was like. I know, it was like a little tiny waist. And yeah. Her <laughs> <Your> face. <laughs> That's so funny. So he's getting into the ventilation system, it looks like. And they're just like little. Uh, they look like air filters. They're air filters. Yeah. yeah, they're air filters. Thick ones, though. Really thick. I just feel like we're wasting a lot of time here. Yep. 
This whole episode has a lot of wasted yeah. time. Yeah. He's probably like, I don't get paid enough to get in yeah, this right. little vent box. I, I think they were looking for some action in this one. Maybe bringing the helicopters, yeah. the yeah. clandestine. Maybe. Uh, break in and into the vent systems. Like, they are looking for more action. <laughs> so it just took up a lot of space. Yeah. So he's trying to find his way. Boy, look how fast he goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crawling to yeah. you towards Amanda or something. And then like. Yeah. <laughs> like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> God. So they put a poor Amanda in front of the computer and they're like, now show us what you did. And yeah. she's like, I don't know what you're talking right. about. That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lee hears through the vent. He can hear her. And so follows the voice, mm-hmm. you know. He goes, it took me a forever to get that information in there how'd you find it so quick <laughs> he's like don't act so ignorant she's like probably thinking i'm not acting mm-hmm. land equipment currency worth over 800 million dollars he had to die and so do you she's not gonna tell us how she broke in <laughs> yeah she definitely isn't yeah and then the creepy guy's like let me persuade her Ooh, mm-hmm. no i'd be like i'll tell you whatever you want just right. don't let him near me he's really gross let's take her on a tour of teldar's quarry oh that doesn't sound fun mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, they flip her around. Boy, they just manhandle that woman. Yeah. She whimpered. So Man, he makes if- it all the way there. And then he's kind of like scrambled. <laughs> now, if I were going to, if that was the day I was going to die and mm-hmm. I was wearing that outfit, I'd be so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I'd want to be in something sequency. Yeah. Like very shiny and sparkly. Yeah. Not that outfit. <laughs> not that outfit. I think I'd rather be in my pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> which is sad. Mm-hmm. Well, at the end here, she doesn't fight very hard either. No, she doesn't. She just kind of... just kind of like... Yeah, well, they got a gun. What's she going to do? They have a gun, but I mean, she was like, she was so clever to use the whipped cream earlier. She And she just gives up. Like, even at the end, uh, like when she's sitting in the quarry and she like jiggles it, she jiggles it and she's like, oh, I guess this yeah, is she, it. She <laughs> you know? Try to, like, yeah. She's, she's like a total or... damsel in distress and that's not Amanda. Amanda's yeah, not that's a damsel true. in distress. Very like, good she point. wasn't even calling for help or anything. Well, I mean, she's in a freaking quarry. She's in a quarry, but still. It's not like there's she's little trolls that live in the quarry. Sure. She could have tried something. <laughs> yeah. Right? I could see. I Yeah, she's not somebody who would give up. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's like the end of her life, or it could be. Yeah, yeah. She should be thinking how she can change her outfit. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. You need to hurry up. I'd be like, okay, where did I come in at? Yes. I don't even remember. <laughs> yep. He makes it out pretty quick, though. Mm-hmm. I wonder where they filmed this query, though. I know. I don't know. Or I'd this, or this top of this building. Yeah, the building is super interesting. Mm-hmm. Although that's California, for sure. <laughs> it looks like Northern California, though, to yeah. me. So he's like, they've got Amanda. He's like, hurry up. Come on. Come on. He's trying to get that helicopter there as quick as he can. Boy, that took shit. I know. It's like he doesn't have underwear on. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> I love how he doesn't even get in. He's just like, I'm just going to stand outside of the helicopter. Yep. I'm not worried about falling right. in. Boy, look at that quarry, though. Mm-hmm. you got to wonder where that is. Yeah, it didn't say where they filmed that part. Yeah. Those rocks are huge. Mm-hmm. Boulders mm-hmm. are huge. It Holy probably God. is a quarry, actually, somewhere Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm <laughs> sure. Look at that. So they pull up, and he opens the door for her. How nice. What a gentleman. <laughs> Tie her up. She just, she's nice and just puts her hands mm-hmm. behind her back. I'll just, I'll help you along here, buddy. She just walks like a land of slaughter. I mean. Yeah. He's like, this will be perfect. Bring her over here. Most, at least she's in her tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want to walk in, <laughs> in that dirt with her you know, high heels on. Mm-hmm. Tie her to that pipe. Goodbye, Mrs. King. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, Betty Bodine. <laughs> I I would be cussing. I'd be like, 
screw you, yeah. you loser. Right. <laughs> that was the last I was going to. And gonna... also, like, why not just shoot her in the stomach? I know. Like, they all have guns. Like, I just know. offer them to make sure. Well, I'm glad they didn't. Of course. But, but right. again, plot yeah. hole number, yeah. like, 507. Yeah, exactly. Episode. Exactly. But then when they found her body, eventually she'd have a bullet hole in her and they knew it was murder. But they're, they're going to find her body and she's going to have been tied. <laughs> yeah. No, don't they say they're going to come back and untie her later or something like that? They did? I thought so. Oh, maybe they did and I missed it. I, I thought, or maybe I read it. It was mm. one of those. Did they what? They said they were going to come, they'll come back later and untie her. That way it doesn't They'd look. They'd still have to shift all the boulders and everything though. To yeah, get that's to true. It. You think those little puss pusses would be able to move <laughs> puss it? pusses. <laughs> so above her, they have uh, like a bobcat. Mm-hmm. Getting pushing all this dirt and rocks and everything, and they're gonna just shove those rocks right on top of her. Mm-hmm. Not very neighborly of them, at all. Right. And they're it's just brutal. the other two are just sitting there watching, like, oh, too bad we don't have any popcorn. Then they see the helicopter. Who the hell is that? No, 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 no. Then they're like, get me out of here. Yeah, you jerks. So the two guys leave the other guy to do all the dirty work and leave him to get caught by the helicopter people. Uh-oh. So the helicopter drops Lee right off right next to Amanda and he gets over to her and thank goodness he gets her untied just in time. Come on, get up, Amanda. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hurry, put a little speed She's into just it. Lollygagging. <laughs> lollygagging. <laughs> and he drops it, but he's too late. Mm-hmm. They've already taken care of it. And he's a horrible shot. And the other guys are trying to get away, but guess who's mm-hmm. there? An agency van or an agent, agency vehicle. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's Francine and Billy. Yep. He goes, I got him. It's a brown vehicle versus a blue vehicle. Oh, oh no. The poor helicopter guy got shot and the other guy mm-hmm. got shot. It does say in the script he was just wounded. Yeah. That's so, yeah. yeah. He's like, how bad? He's like, go, go, mm-hmm. go. Didn't he learn from Amanda he'd never leave anybody behind? Well, if they didn't, he totally would have fallen out of the helicopter. That's true. Blood would drip all in his helicopter. He probably didn't want that. And he'd probably fall out and definitely die. Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, the three of them could have gone in there, could they? There's only a two-person helicopter? Oh, I only saw the front. Yeah, there's back. Hopefully nobody was overweight. (laughs) Well, Amanda's not very big, and Lee looks super slender in that (laughs) jump. You can see everything. Francine's outfit is so cute. All that pink with that teal pop shirt. So cute. Oh, she almost fell. She almost tripped. Mm-hmm. Francine did. <laughs> uh, Kate's kind of like looking like, I don't really want to see all this. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up so high. <laughs> there, this is the kind of, um, the rules are reversed now from the first time. Yeah. Now he's flying and getting in front of the vehicle mm-hmm. trying to stop him. He's like, you all right? She's like a little dizzy. <laughs> I'm getting chased by a helicopter. Mm-hmm. That really does look like they're flying in there. It's pretty good. Usually you can tell stuff. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. He's not going to move. Pull up. And then he does. And then guess who lost the chicken game? <laughs> they love to throw cars over yes, the, they do. the goalies and stuff. <laughs> they love it. And then blow it up. And blow that up. So it's just a shell, obviously. And obviously no one was harmed in this mm-hmm. filming of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those same kids are running across that... They like to get their fitness on. The same, but they're always doing the same mm. thing. So now we're back at Amanda's and she's like, mother, and no one answers. And then she sees on the board, went to Miss, Mr. Chicken, boys starving. And mother probably was starving mm-hmm. too. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. She went to Mr. Chicken with the boys. They were starving. Oh, feels like you're feeding an army. Yes, well, I am. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't find the uh, crunchy crawlers, so you'll have to do with the Odie's. Well, that's okay. What's that? What? Oh, it's just a, a form I've got to fill out. What is it? Am I still dead? It's for internal affairs, Amanda. Why don't you just rip it up? Well, uh, until I process the form, technically you are still dead. It's oh. agency policy. Okay, well, if I'm still dead, could I stay dead until Tuesday? I think I'll take the boys to the amusement park on Monday. I guess so. Yeah, and could you reincarnate me at a higher salary? <laughs> I love how she doesn't finish her joke. She just laughs really yeah. hard. Like, she can't wait to, like, laugh about right. it. Right. It's super cute. It is cute. That was a good one. Yep. I, I, some of these at the end there, it's just like, I don't love them, but they're mm -hmm. cute. They have their moments. Yeah, you can see why, you know, you still love the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's all these redeeming little moments in mm -hmm. it that when we're nitpicking it, it's easy to forget. And then overall, yeah. you're like, you know what, that was pretty cute. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, we love the shows. We're just, yeah. we're just kind of zeroing in mm -hmm. on the things that are like obviously an yeah. issue mm -hmm. uh, one thing that we didn't talk about was in the beginning when sylvia's there and yeah. she's in billy's office um she actually um if you look closely when they come in she's got her visitor badge attached to her purse mm -hmm. and then she puts her purse on the sofa and sits down and when they get a close-up on her, she has it attached to her lapel. But oh. then when they have a shot further away, it's back on her purse huh. and not on her lapel. So it's like this badge keeps flip-flopping yeah. flip back and forth. So they obviously filmed it, you mm -hmm. know, separately. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, it's there. It's still gone. It's right. there. It's gone. Hmm. Kind of like Amanda's earrings and um, the three faces of Emily. Yeah. When she had them on, then she had them off. Then she had them off. Then she had them off. Yes. It's kind of funny. Anyways, that was a cute one. Mm -hmm. We're getting close to the end of season two. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Yeah, it's always nice to have one with a little more action, even though I like more of the in-depth emotional stories. Yeah. It's like, you know, my warehouse scenes, helicopter scenes, mm -hmm. car chase and explosion scenes. Yep. They're all good. They're, they're good. I mean, sometimes I think they go a little long, <laughs> mm -hmm. but they're good. Yeah. Overall. They add some excitement to it. Mm -hmm. They're definitely like an 80s thing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so I like to see them. They warm my heart. Your Hunter, all those. Yeah, those were very... Yeah. Moonlighting even. You know, they had that stuff too. Heart to heart. Remington Steel. I can keep going if you'd like. Just kidding. I don't think I have any No, more. I mean, it was like that era. They just mm -hmm. all had that. So it's kind of... You know, Scarecrow Mrs. King wasn't a big... Necessarily a big adventure show in terms of the chases and stuff. So they just kind of threw it in when it was convenient or they needed a little bit of action. But I think they always had a, in each episode, it seemed like they had that chase scene. Yeah. In some mm -hmm. fashion, no. they had it, you know? Yeah. No, I was comparing it more to like Hunter or oh, yeah. Houston or something. That's like every show, there's like at least 20 cars in a wreck. Oh, <laughs> Easily. Wow. It's time for Dottie's Bookshelf, where we'll give you recommendations for fan fiction that tie into the episode. And for this week, we have You Only Die Twice Filler, written by Arista, written in November of 2000. And it's about 1,800 words. What was Lee going through just before he found out Amanda wasn't really dead? So it goes through those emotions that I 
would have loved to have seen filmed, mm-hmm. you know, how he felt, just like how she felt when she thought he was really dead yeah. in remembrance of things past. So it's kind of an interesting take. It's not it's not a very long one. It just kind of gives you just the emotions, just that short. And it was very short period of time where he didn't know, where he read it in the paper and then went to the morgue. Uh, kind of thing so hmm. it's interesting and then our second one is called the other foot written by sieg and it was written in september of 2000 uh it's about 2100 words and lee finally realizes what amanda went through when she thought he was dead during the russell sinclair case and finally apologizes to her when he realizes how painful it was for him uh, when the roles were reversed so it was kind of nice to see that play out and if only in your mind as you're reading it. Yeah. Um, even, even if we didn't get to see it on film. Uh, so both of those are worth checking out. We will, as always, link them on our website at www.mkcpodcast.com. And the, you can also find them both on fanfiction.net. Great. Those sound cute. Those yeah, sound they cute. are. They're cute. They're real short ones. Yeah. They're, they're fun. Okay, this is Ernie the Camera's Video Vault for You Only Die Twice. The first video highlights... Lee's creeping skills by breaking into Teldar Corporation and sneaking through all those vents, which was actually quite a long sequence in this episode. But this video illustrates that with the song, Who's That Creeping? by Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. And the video clips were put together by Still Love SNK. And that's cute. Pretty much um, all the scenes are from this episode and him creeping around in Teldar. This portion of season two is full of several episodes where Lee is rescuing Amanda, which I personally love. I don't know why I love a good rescue episode. And uh, the latter part of season two seems to, you know, really highlight that. So this episode has a lot of dramatic helicopter rescues uh, to save her from an avalanche of boulders and soil. So appropriately, the song for this is called Rescue Me by Fontella Bass. And it was put together by Tessa Kendall McKenzie. It has several great clips of Lee rescuing Amanda, mostly in season two. So it has Delirious on Arrival, as well as the next, the following episodes we're going to talk about with where he rescues her. So enjoy those. And you can find these videos on YouTube and provide links on our website at mkcpodcast.com. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Miss Kinks Chronicles. If you want to participate in even more fun, be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter at MKC Podcast and in our private Facebook group, Mrs. Kings Chronicles. Join us next time as we discuss the angsty Season 2, Episode 21, Burnout. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.